0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Namaste podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul and creating positive goal-oriented talk. So today on the podcast, I have a very special guest. Her name is Tara Stubbins and she is a celebrity concierge and also a uh, accountability and time management coach. Man, you are so interesting. I'm so happy to have you. How is your day going? Oh, it's going great. How are you? And thank you so much for having me. Oh, no problem at all. Honestly, I think everybody's going to be super interested in what you do. So let's just start off with telling everybody
1: a little bit about what it means to be a celebrity concierge. That's kind of a loaded question because it really means a lot of different things, but um, I help a lot of high profile, high net worth individuals maintain their everyday lives. So whether it's managing their homes, managing their calendars, managing their staff, just whatever um, they need to become more successful and to maintain their own lives, I jump in and help wow and how did you get into this
0: like what because obviously you created your own business and I read that you've had it running for
1: 10 plus years now yes which is pretty f- amazing thank you <laughs> yeah so I started it in 2007 so a, a long time ago wow. uh, no business background at all I had no idea what I was doing but I was out on the road I was a personal assistant for the Rolling Stones for Mick Jagger what <laughs> how cool I know I, was, I just name drop <laughs> a little bit there hey do it <laughs>
0: want to hear all the names
1: <laughs> Um and I was living on a tour bus for you know oh. 300 days a year not necessarily in a row we would have a little bit of time off but it's it's a crazy life everyone thinks that the rock and roll life is like glamorous and all that but it's not it's really tiring it's hard mm. work. It's emotionally draining. Um, I loved being a personal assistant, and I wanted to figure out how I could help more people than just kind of running after one rock star at a time, and also be able to stay as local as possible. So I opened up Take It Easy, um, no really idea what I was doing, and... Here I am today. Wow.
0: And I actually, I saw a ton of your YouTube videos because once I heard about you, I just got so excited. And I watched, <laughs> you did tons of interviews on like breakfast television and whatnot. Yeah. And I saw that um, it looks like you do a lot of work during TIFF. I do. What, yeah. are, what are the kind of the
1: kinds of things that you do during TIFF? So very um, luckily and honored to be the celebrity uh, concierge, the official concierge for uh, the film festival. Really? So
0: it's just you and your business? Um. So, so as their concierge.
1: yes yes there's a lot of people who work for the foreign festival (laughs) that time but yes so we so we help them set up um, their dressing rooms if they have an event their hotel room sometimes we pick them up from the airport or shuttle them back and forth from their events we're also the ones who will go um, to like the restaurants or the clubs that where they have the after parties and make sure that they're comfortable and also make sure that which I find really fun that they have a way out like through the kitchen or whatever so when they're done they can look at us and we're like come through this door and then you know they magically
0: disappear that's probably really important I can imagine all the screaming fans
1: although I don't know if Toronto's that
0: crazy is have you have you seen a bit of a crazy fan base here well at TIFF I
1: think people usually go a bit insane (laughs) we kind of like lose their Toronto vibe and kind of go more Hollywood but yeah no it's 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 definitely not like
0: you know Mm. New York
1: or LA Cool. And I also heard that you uh, you do a lot of personal shopping for the
0: celebrities, which is cool. Um, what's the craziest thing you've bought for a celebrity? Mm-hmm.
1: I always like to tell my story uh, during TIFF. Um, one of the really famous actors that was here wanted uh, 20 pairs of Lululemon underwear, what? but like very specific oh. kind. So and like he wanted them, of course now um everyone always asks why and i always say like i don't ask why anymore i would <laughs> i would probably pull out my hair if i if i asked why for everything uh so i ran over to the in center to the lululemon store and they didn't have them mm-hmm. um so i had to become creative think outside the box so i bought lululemon just any brand lululemon underwear 20 20 pairs and then i went Uh, And I bought 20 pairs of other underwear that looked like the kind he wanted and cut the Lululemon band out of, yep, and then had a friend help me sew them. We gave them to him. He didn't say anything. Wow. So like, I think we pulled the wool over his eyes. I don't know. Oh my God. That's amazing. You're
0: so crafty to be able to do that. I would not, I would have been like, all right, sorry, I can't do it. Well, that's the thing. You can't say no to these people, right? And you can't give up. So do you ever think they're, they ask for a silly request just to see if you can do it?
1: Well, yeah. Like that's where the whole brown M&Ms and and riders came from, right? So to make sure that you were reading them. Um, But I think these people just, they don't like, it's all they know. They mm. they they only know to ask for whatever kind of pops into their head, and then it mir- miraculously appears. Wow! Yeah, interesting. That's so cool. Yeah, I, I actually
0: did see a couple of your DIY videos. What uh, what inspires you to? Cre- I mean, I guess you have to create them sometimes, right? There's some things that you just can't get a hold of, and you have to create it. Do you? Uh, do you ever? are you like a Pinterest person and you scroll through to get ideas or do you just, I don't know. I actually
1: run to my mother who I swear is like Martha Stewart. Reincarnated, yeah. So like Martha Stewart's twin or whatever. (laughs) So I'm like, ah, help, I need to do this. And she like, Does it and she doesn't even ask at first. She'd be like, Who's it for? Don't tell, or I won't tell anyone. You have to tell me I'm your mother. You have to. I mean, she is your mother, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so she's kind of like my secret weapon.
0: That's amazing. (laughs) That's cool. Do you have any fun stories
1: of a situation that I don't know really shook you, but you were able to accomplish it? Um, well, it's interesting that you say shook me because I feel like I'm the type of person who doesn't really get like shaken by anything oh
0: then you're the perfect (laughs) entrepreneur So I feel
1: like every entrepreneur I talk to they have so
0: many ups and downs and they really like a lot of it a lot of it is just managing their emotions it feels like
1: it's true it's true and and being a business owner like I don't want to sit here and say that it's easy and that every day is perfect for me like it's not I've, I've definitely been through the ringer with with owning a business for as long as I have. Um, having staff work with me is always very difficult because, <laughs> you know, they never have the same vision for your business as, as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I try not to take anything personally. Right. And I think that it's that's a very good lesson in life because people aren't, you know, making you have a bad day just because they want you to have a bad day or doing things. And you, you kind of have to separate out business and personal. And as soon as I, I did that, mm. I, I learned that, yeah, anything's really possible, especially when you're working with like high profile, high net worth individuals. I find that their emotions are like <laughs> a huge roller coaster. And if you get on that ride with them, right. like it's very tiring. So mm-hmm. you just have to kind of separate yourself. I, I learned that I'm not there to be their friend. I'm there to work with them and to make sure that they can be the best selves that they can be. Um, And that's it. I don't want to go for drinks with them after. I don't want to take selfies with them after. Like, that's meant for their Mm friends. I'm, like, an employee of theirs. Wow, that's super professional. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you kind of have to be or else you can't. Yeah, Yeah, you just get to... I've heard millions of stories of, like, other personal assistants who've worked with celebrities who... You know, and you even see it on the TV shows like the Kardashians with their <laughs> with their personal <laughs> assistant I can't remember her name right now who like lives in their the guest house, right? Yeah, and I remember they had drama with their makeup artist at one point. Yeah. yeah. And it's because they become friends yeah and that's that's the problem so yeah
0: Mm -hmm. very interesting and I mean I guess that's also why people come to you right because you're you know they want you to take a load off of their shoulders and you even called your brand take it easy right so you are there to really just help manage their emotions and help them relax
1: yeah exactly and just yeah as you said just take anything off of their plate so they can succeed so they can be you know better people oh,
0: cool all right so I know that you also are a time management and accountability coach and I'm not gonna lie so I'd recently <laughs> before you um I didn't even know that there was such a thing as an accountability coach until I watched The Real Housewives Did everybody, yes.
1: <laughs> everybody <laughs> says this yes <laughs>
0: And honestly, I kind of like fell in love with the girl there. I think she's just awesome. And I've been, I, my my brain has just been so interested in this ever since. Can you just talk a little bit about uh, what you do in that sense?
1: Sure. So um, as you mentioned, I'm a entrepreneur. Um, yes. And that's kind of what I am first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And I found that running, when I started my business in 2007, there was not the uh, resources out there as there are now for. You know, there wasn't co-working spaces. There wasn't right. anything. I was kind of in it alone, and I had to figure it out. And I found out that I had no one to hold me accountable for anything, any of my visions, you know, my bookkeeping. If I didn't want to do it, I didn't do it. Like, no one was, no one was, you know, helping me along. I was in it by myself. Mm-hmm. And until I realize that like I had to push myself to do these things no one else was going to do it for me I could succeed more but um, now that I help other entrepreneurs who have kind of a goal or a vision that they want to take to the next level but they can't figure out how to do it so I tie that in with time management so I help them fit in break their goal down into actionable steps and then fit those actionable steps into their calendar and then hold them accountable for achieving those actionable steps.
0: Yeah, because often I feel like there's just never enough time in a day. And uh, yeah, and and just figuring out, you know, I'm someone, that I just have so many goals and so many ideas and things that I want to get done, but it's like you got to really figure out what's most important in that day and, you know, and be able to not be, guilty afterwards if
1: you don't do it exactly do you find that that's common well I find that Um, people have the wrong idea of what time management really is. So sometimes Mm. people think that time management is about, you know, getting to inbox zero or, which I hate because you're at inbox zero for three seconds and then you get another email and then like, (laughs) what do you do, right? Um, Or shaving minutes off of your commute or errands or whatever. But I don't think that's what time management is. Mm. I I think time management is about filling your day with meaningful moments that will ultimately create the life that you want to live. So if you are filling your life with, you know, stuff that isn't a priority, I think that you need to reevaluate exactly how you're spending your time and focus on how you want to live your life and then bring it back to what tasks you're going to do in the day to help you get there. Oh, cool. Yes. So I really think that like anybody can be a celebrity. Mm -hmm. Anybody can can do what they're doing, you know, maybe, okay, yes, maybe they have a a talent for acting or singing or dancing that you might not necessarily have. I know I can't dance. I'm not going to be a professional, (laughs) even if I really, really try. But it's about really focusing, like, what you really want to do. And, like, they weren't given, uh, a lot of the celebrities weren't given, you know, handed this status on a silver platter they worked very 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 hard at it and really anybody can work as hard as they can with that focus
0: yeah I totally agree and I actually know many people that have made it to celebrity status at this point and um, just from you know going to drama art school and truly every single person that has made it in, you know, whatever you call made it, mm, <laughs> yeah. they have worked their butts off.
1: Yeah, but they've worked their bus- butts off in a very focused way. Right. So they've figured out, you know, tasks that are good for them to do and tasks they're just not going to do or tasks that they're going to delegate right. or leave for later. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very kind of calculated way mm-hmm. to get what you want to get.
0: Awesome. And do you have any like tips or tools that you could recommend to everyone listening on how they can do that?
1: Yeah, so uh, my number one tip would be to do uh, to analyze how you're spending your time. Okay. So, over a week, try to write down every 15 minutes what you're doing. And then you can see at the end of the week, oh, I'm spending 75% of my time,
0: you know, at work,
1: and I really don't want that. I want to only spend 50% of my time at work and 50% of my time with family or whatever it is. Right. Maybe I'm spending 75% of my time cleaning my house. Why am I doing that, you know? or Distraction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> procrastination. Yeah. So um, really analyze your time, and then you can mm. figure out kind of ways that you can, you know, cut or delegate or reevaluate your gotcha. time.
0: I really love um, that the iPhone has incorporated the uh, social media. It's scary, isn't it? Uh, Yes, it is. (laughs) But it actually has helped me see that, oh my God, I'm on Instagram oh, way too much and I've totally cut back ever since I started using it. I So know. I think it's a great tool.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I really do. And and Instagram and social media and all that are really are kind of rabbit hole time wasters, right? You don't even
0: think though. Like you just, you're scrolling through and then you go, oh, a half an hour passed. I it's know. Wild. I know. Sucks you
1: in. Yeah, it does. And that kind of brings me to another point too is try to put your phone down as much as possible and concentrate on one task at a time. So everyone right. thinks, you know, I'm a time management superstar. I can multitask. Well, multitasking actually doesn't work. Right. It takes your brain um, about 12 seconds to switch from one task to another task. So even if you're, you know, doing this and doing that, your brain is constantly switching back and forth. So you're actually wasting time by trying to multitask. Ah. Yeah. So concentrate on one task at a time. Hmm. Um, I always say to write everything in your calendar. It's my favorite time management tip. So um, every task you have to do, every errand, every email follow-up, everything, write it in your calendar so you know exactly when you're going to accomplish what you want to do. Because I find if you have a to-do list... And then your, your calendar, they never sink. You're always trying to play catch up or find the time to go to the dry cleaners or run the grocery, grocery errands or whatever it is. So, yeah, actually put that in your calendar and you'll get a lot more accomplished.
0: Yeah, I have a, a lot of post-it notes with all my to-dos. And actually, I just some new ones. I thought maybe you'd be proud. I don't left <laughs> <Loved> it there. <laughs> yeah, I am proud. The colorful <laughs> ones, though, they really help. Are you about, um, do you know about like the planning community? I'm assuming you do. I'm all about like stickering and the color really does help. I think it motivates you. Are, do, do you believe that at all?
1: I do. I color coordinate everything. Okay. So um, I <laughs> I actually have a um, like a day planner that I use, like a physical day planner. Um, I don't necessarily carry it around with me all the time, but I will put everything in it and I will look at it the night before to see where our What I want to accomplish and kind of what my next day is going to be like instead of picking up my phone.
0: Because
1: I find if I pick up my phone, I'm going to, you know, check Facebook, check Instagram, and then there goes my, and then I forget why I actually picked up the phone. Oh, that happens to me all the time. Mm -hmm. But if I have a physical planner, I, I can concentrate on why what I'm doing and what I'm going to be doing next and I color coordinate it and I use stickers because that calms me (laughs) it
0: just makes it so much more fun right? I know I know (laughs) I feel
1: like I'm back in grade five and I just love it
0: well you know what I'm a little bit dyslexic and actually I read that uh, for people that are dyslexic if you use specific colors you have to do a test in order to figure it out but specific colors can actually help you be more motivated to read and 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 get things done so that's amazing I'm specifically drawn to yellow so I use that that's
1: cool I love it. <laughs> yeah. I really love it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I saw that you recommended a few apps for productivity. Uh, could you name some of them for everyone? Listening?
1: Sure. So, um, well, my number one app, and it's not really an app, but it's definitely mm. the calendar on your phone. So as I said, put everything in your calendar okay. and try to set a um, reminder of where you need to be. Be or what you need to do next or a hard stop if you want to, you know, only work on, say, your bookkeeping for 25 minutes. Right. Um, And then talking about uh, staying focused and working on one task at a time, my absolute favorite new app is called Forest. And it's really, really cool because you um, set the timer on the phone and you plant a tree on the app. So say you want to, again, work on your business bookkeeping for 25 minutes. So you set the timer for 25 minutes, you plant a little tree, and then you put your phone down, and the tree grows for 25 minutes. I know. It's really great. And then if you... um, go out of the app in that 25 minutes to check your phone or to do something, you kill the tree. No! so I know. (laughs) (laughs) And what's really neat about it is every tree you plant virtually, they plant a real tree in the forest.
0: Yeah. Do they tell you where?
1: Yeah, they do. So it's whatever forest they're working on that needs rejuvenation, reforestation. That is so cool. Yeah. How motivating is that? I know. And what's really neat is you can use it in your business life, but also your personal life. So I know I'm really bad when I go out with friends. I'm the one who's like constantly checking my phone. My Uh-oh. excuses. My <laughs> clients need me, but I'm never focused on you know my friends or or my family or whatever. I'm I'm kind of multitasking. I'm doing both. Sure. Um, so this this you can set for an hour dinner yeah. put it down and it forces you to stay present and focused with whoever you're with oh i'm going to tell my boyfriend about this <laughs> plant the tree <laughs> he has a habit of being on his phone at all times <laughs>
0: love it. <laughs> um, Have you ever heard of uh, Gretchen Rubin, The Happiness Project Girl? She has that four quadrant book. Yes. I assumed that you did and um, I haven't read it but I know all about it and I know I actually wrote it down that there are four tendencies she says in terms of how you're motivated. So uh, there's the upholders, the questioners, the obligers, and the rebels. So for uh, my first question since you've already read it it was going to be uh, do you believe in this and, and, and these ideas?
1: Well So there's a million um, productivity, motivation, um, you know, planning books, time management books out there. There's so many. Um, And I find it very uh, confusing and complicated because everyone says something that contradicts what the other person says. Right. So I personally believe that you need to figure out what works for you and you need to stick to one. You can't. Mm. Stick to it and be like, oh, it's not really working after trying it for, you know, two days and then read another book and then move on to the other one. Yes, it may not work for you, but give it some time. Mm -hmm. And then if it, you know, isn't working for you, then try something else. But I think that, again, we need to stay focused. And, you know, my time management techniques may not work for other people. um, But I, I truly believe that, yeah, it, like that's a great book and that may work for those techni- techniques may work for you. Right. But they may not work for one of the listeners, you know. Right. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I just found really interesting, um, you know, uh, you have to kind of go through it all. But basically, I guess uh, the rebels are people that resist um, any kinds of tasks The obligers are people that are motivated by outworld, like outworldly and people from the outside watching them. Questioners just sort of question everything. And the upholders, they're self motivated and motivated by the outside world. And uh, I have noticed that I'm way more motivated if I have a, like, an outworldly expectation for me. Like, for example, my podcast, because I put it out there and everyone's expecting an episode every week, I'm motivated to get it out there, right? There you go, yep. yeah. It's kind of a, it's a, it's, it's weird. And I would love to get to a point where
1: I'm just, I'm,
0: you know i can just i guess i am an upholder too i don't know there's a great area i think
1: i also feel like that is holding yourself accountable too so it's forcing you you've set this deadline for yourself of you know a podcast every week so now you have to hold yourself accountable to Mm -hmm. get that podcast out there every week right yeah so it all comes back to accountability really right Mm -hmm. amazing
0: okay cool and I was just curious of, so, you know obviously you've owned your business for 10 plus years do you is there something that you have learned throughout all these years that you would love to share with everybody
1: I've learned so many <laughs> things of course I of course. have a really fun story because I'm old I <laughs> no, <you're not. laughs> I when I started my business there was a thing called the yellow pages that still existed oh my god I remembered those <laughs> um yeah back when like VHS tapes were still I still have all my VHS do you yeah, I do. Get, you I did,
0: have to write like all the old like Disney ones. Well, ones I don't have haunted.
1: those. Oh. I, being a personal organizer, I, I have gotten rid of those. True. But like ones with like family <laughs> videos, I still have. Um, but I remember when I started my business, I put an ad in the yellow pages and I, I spent a lot of money. It was expensive. Hmm. And I remember the day they were being delivered. I sat by my phone. I literally thought that like everyone was going to call now that I put an ad in the yellow pages. And I and it was like, oh, maybe that was like too too many people, right? So then I put an ad in uh, Toronto Life magazine, which was so expensive, and I thought the same thing. And I, like, didn't get it. So that whole, like, advertising, marketing angle that I had to very expensively learn myself um, mm. was a real lesson for me.
0: You know what though I feel like that's hard to determine I feel like you it, don't you think it's probably one of those things you just have to try it and then
1: you you'll figure exactly. out what works. Yep yep yeah. exactly you, you figure out what works for your business. Yeah
0: yeah like I, uh, when we've had garage sales in the past you post an ad in the newspaper and you get so many people showing up. Like, it's just it I was so surprised we got like 50 people like a little five dollar ad it was great (laughs) that's amazing
1: (laughs) I think another huge lesson that I've learned too um now that kind of the yellow pages are out in social media is Mm. in um that and that being an entrepreneur is like really a thing these days like everyone's an entrepreneur um I really find that um you know everyone sees on Instagram or or whatever that you know glamorous coffee you know, meetings and like networking events and all that, but it's not like that at all. No. It really is like, you know, lonely moments in your home, like working away, or you know, a coffee shop or a co-working space or whatever. But like, you're really in it yourself. Like, it's kind of a lonely life, and you really yeah. have to um, push yourself to to where to where you want to go yeah. and be able to ride the waves too, because obviously, not everything is going to work out. Um, all, you know, sparkly and glamorous like we see on social. Um, So, yeah, really being able to know, like, you're still okay. Maybe that didn't work out, but something else will. That
0: is uh, probably one of the most common things I've heard from all the entrepreneurs that I've had on my podcast say that it is quite lonely. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, you're, you know, you, you... have to dedicate a lot of your time and life to it, right? Exactly. In order for yourself to grow. And, uh, you know, even just with this podcast since creating it, you know, I don't have much time on my hands with this. And then I'm trying to do other things. And uh, people that aren't entrepreneurs, your friends, they don't necessarily understand how much actual work it is. Yeah, exactly. I know? heard a
1: really great um, analogy a while ago. And it was uh, from a lady who was like, you know opening up my own business or starting my own business was like birthing a baby (laughs) not necessarily like the pain or whatever but like the commitment you know people your friends are like hey you want to go out and if you had a baby at home you'd be like no I have to look after the baby and no one would think about it but sometimes people will say like oh you don't have to work till eight o'clock at night but like sometimes I do when it's starting you know sometimes I don't but sometimes I do and tonight's the night that I that I do so you know I'm looking after my baby at home I actually
0: had to learn that because I am a bit of a people pleaser and I would you know say yes to everything because Mm -hmm. that you know fear of missing out and and then I slowly realized oh yeah no I have to learn to realize that this is important to me and I you know uh, I would also feel kind of upset and annoyed that I would say yes to everything and then mm-hmm. it would be kind of be reflected onto my friends and that's not okay. No. And I got to a point when I realized no 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 I just need to stand my ground and be okay that I choose my business right now and I choose you know focusing on my stuff. Absolutely and yeah. you
1: started your business because it's something that you're passionate yeah. and you love so you should continue doing it and right. it should be it shouldn't feel like a grind every day yeah. you know and, and going back to the time management it should really be um, creating the life that you want to live and if that's through owning a business, then that's great. Yeah, exactly. I
0: love it. All right, well just a couple more things I'm uh, I always love to ask my guests if they have a goal that they're working on right now, because that's just, I don't know, one of my favorite things to talk about. So do you
1: have something that I you're focused on? I have so many of goals. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> one you would
0: just love to share.
1: Um, well, I always love sharing my little personal goals Let's because I it. feel like we talk about business goals so much. Um, so my uh, partner and I just recently purchased a piece of land in um, the Adirondack, so upstate New York. Wow. Uh, we have about seven acres. There. Um, And it's, yeah, it's on this beautiful river. And right now there's nothing built. So I'm really, really working very hard (laughs) to put all of my money into (laughs) building a little kind of dream cabin getaway. um, Because the ultimate life that I want to live is to be able to kind of run away from the chaos a little bit Mm. and to, um, you know, Decharge or to recharge I guess and to have a little downtime yeah. and to just kind of be me because I'm I'm I have to be on a lot mm-hmm. and um, I don't mind it I love it but sometimes I need to you know turn off for a yep. while. I
0: totally get that. That yeah. sounds amazing. I know.
1: I'm very excited.
0: <gasps> wow. Yeah. You know, I, I said that for me, my ultimate life, I would just love to go to Europe once a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I would love to do. But
1: you can create that.
0: Yeah. And I can help
1: you create that yeah. if you want. Oh, uh, I'm, yeah.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So something fun that I like to do every podcast is, uh, have you ever pulled an angel card before? Or has anyone ever done that for you?
1: I don't even know what that means.
0: Yes. Okay. (laughs) I love educating people on this. Okay. Are you spiritual or religious or anything? Uh,
1: Spiritual. Yes. Cool. Okay. So um, angel
0: cards, they're essentially made as more of like a positive version of tarot cards because there was all this kind of weird, I don't know, people tend to think of tarot cards as being something negative. And so the original creator, funny enough, who created it, she's actually, she doesn't She'd like disowned them and now she's Christian. So it's kind of funny. She started the whole trend and then other people created uh, their own version. So this is another person. Her name is Colette Baron reed And so basically, yeah, it's just like a positive version of Tarot and every episode I just love pulling a card for my guests so So are you down
1: yes you know the other night was a new moon and I was like sagey like I was doing it all I'm very into this oh (laughs) yes
0: oh well then in that case right before okay so then what um I'm so interested into if you did your spiritual ideas on life contribute to your success so far
1: Uh, no my spiritual ideas on life are actually very very new to me and it's because of some of my really amazing celebrity clients who have like brought this to my attention and um, have like educated me in ways that I I always thought it was like oh like crystals like they're just rocks or whatever (laughs) and they've taught me so much about them oh I have crystals all over the place they send me to these spiritual healers all the time because like that's what they do and I'm not doing (laughs) it because that's what the celebrities do I could really care less but it's um, how they've educated me about it and it's kind of like resonated with me that's fantastic that's yeah. so cool what do you have something in particular that has st- stood out to you that a, a particular celebrity has told you um yeah so one of my celebrities that I love talking about all the time is Sandra Bullock <gasps> what <laughs> who is obsessed with crystals and like natural healing and just she never that. talks about that no nope. nope. so it's that's very very private Cool. Mm-hmm. she has like a healer that she goes to uh that's like ten thousand dollars an hour I know it's kind of crazy who lives in Calgary I don't know how and like helps everybody in LA it's crazy yeah this yeah secret person (laughs) in Calgary (laughs) um but she uh when I walked into her home for the first time it was the feeling I got from her home it was like so calm and Mm. it was like it, it just felt like home and I've never felt that for any celebrity I've ever walked or any home I've ever walked into that's not like mine or my family's mm. and I said to her I was like wow your place really feels like calming and and at home and she said everyone says that and it's because of the work I do with like my crystals and my uh like candles and all of this and I was like "Mm, yeah and then she sat down and we like started talking (laughs) about it and it wasn't like a forced conversation it was just over time Mm. um and then I kind of started putting them in my own home and you can I don't know you can really feel like a different presence in there sure can man yeah i'm uh i have a whole fishbowl filled with rocks and oh, crystals. I love so it. i'm a big believer in it too <laughs> I love cool
0: it. fantastic well these are the oracle cards so basically what i'm gonna do is i'll get you to think of a question in particular or if you just want general knowledge whatever you like um you can let me know i'm gonna shuffle the cards as you think about it and then i'll pull you one card and uh hopefully it gives you an answer to whatever you like okay so do question? I have to share the question? Sure. If you have a specific one or if you just want general knowledge.
1: Let's hear it. Um, so my question would be, um, will my business ever be as successful as I really want it to be?
0: Okay.
1: All right. So would you like to pull the card or do you want me to pull it? I don't know. What works better?
0: You know what? I think I just always go with it. I don't know if there's a better way. I think it's just you pull based on your energy and what you're I'll looking pull it. for.
1: All right.
0: Oh, that oh. one. That one's talking to us. That, this is the one yep. then. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> wow. You know what? Usually there's one card that flies out, so this is perfect. Okay, so this is the River Queen, and it represents flow and letting go.
1: Oh. So I'll take you, give you that
0: to take a look. Basically, any thoughts, feelings, ideas, sensations that you get just by looking at the card and from what I'm going to read for, for you uh, is relevant to what you need to know. Okay? All right. Ooh, I'm getting shivers. That was really cool. Okay. <laughs> the River Queen flows into your life as an ally to remind you about the concept of allowing and the law of non-attachment. Remember that all rivers come from the mountains and run to the sea to be absorbed by the larger body of water. There, the liquid evaporates into clouds that rain on the, mountain- on the mountains to continue an endless cycle of fluidity. The River Queen requires you to be fluid and to let go of rigidity and perfectionism. You will travel far as long as you let go and let flow, even maneuvering around the greatest blockages like water streams around big boulders. Are there any big boulders or water streams near where you're going uh, to There's cottages? two dams. <laughs> I just kept thinking about that, but I don't think this is relevant to that. No obstacle, <laughs> No obstacle can hold you back now if you're willing to surrender to the natural flow of events. Be easy on yourself and others and watch how smoothly you move forward. You may be surprised where the river takes you. Wow.
1: That's really cool. I think it's uh, certainly spot on into what you asked. So. I, I think so, too. And the fact that it's River and my new property Has is a on river. a river. Yeah. Pretty cool. I think it's very cool. Shivers. I love it. Thank you. That was really cool.
0: Amazing. Well, honestly, I had such a great time. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for
1: having me. Honestly,
0: this was so lovely. So um, I have a little motto at the end of my podcast I love to say. So basically, it goes as this as this goes as follows (laughs) can not speak (laughs) the grass is greenest where you are right now so I just love repeating that and reminding everyone to be grateful and just present and where you are right now and uh yeah just uh be happy where you are so thank you so much for listening guys and as always I'm sending you so much love light and motivation to go tackle your goals namaste For more namaste or to support the Namaste podcast, visit patreon. dot slash melissa milotti. That's p a t r e o n. dot com slash melissa milotti.